The genius and power of the internet can't be overstated. This has started revolutions and shine light on the inner workings of our government. Our natural unalienable rights are now considered to be a dispensation of government. And freedom has never been so close to slipping from our grasp as it is at this moment. We also have access to information like never before. But at the same time, so much of the information is intended to deflect, confuse, and upset you. Made by people who want to profit off you or outright control you. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. All of this is exactly why we need to know history and philosophy. We need to understand where we came from so we can know where we're going. Welcome to the show. Would you like to hear a podcast? Hello, and welcome to Our Foundation's podcast. My name is Joshua, and I will be your host as I introduce season two of the podcast to you. So season one is all wrapped up, and getting into season two, I want to do an introductory episode to give you a heads up of what it's going to look like, how it'll be structured, what I'll be covering, all that kind of stuff. So that's the goal of today's episode. So I'd like to start off by looking at the podcast overall and what I do and what this podcast is about. I know some of you will be coming fresh into season two without listening to season one first, and I wouldn't suggest that, but that's okay. I know that's reality. So this podcast as a whole focuses on analyzing and understanding our society writ large from a more macro view by digging into the systems that we exist under and that we live with. Typically, this has been done through a chronological look at how these systems have evolved in society. That was pretty much season one, was looking at government, money, and education, and how those systems, and with that, it's political theory and economics and the public education system and alternatives. How did those systems begin in society as a whole many, many years ago? And then how did they change? How did they develop? How did they turn into what we have now? Where did banking come from and fiat money? And how how did we end up with movements like democracy and with the bureaucracy of government the way it is today? And how did people get educated in ancient times? And how has that evolved through time? And how in the world did we get to where we have a state-run public education system that most people have some issues with? So season one looked at all this and then wrapped up with some alternative movements in all of these areas. I looked into things like anarcho-communism, democratic confederalism, anarcho-capitalism, and getting into the money side of things. I looked at blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies and with education. I focused on things like homeschooling and alternative movements and alternatives to college, that kind of stuff. And that wrapped up season one, which takes us to where we are right now. So for season two, I want to do roughly the same thing, where the overall goal is analyzing and understanding our society as a whole, but I'm going to do it differently. So the idea is that history may not repeat itself, but it does rhyme. I know you've heard that probably a million times before, but it's very true. We see parallels, historical parallels and patterns that we can look at to better understand what's going on today. So for example, if you look at the rise and fall of empires, you could look at the Greek Empire, the Persian Empire, the Roman Empire, and look at some of the common traits of 
different things that happened as these empires rose to their overall glory and as they became corrupted and fell apart and dissolved and crashed, how did that happen? Now, overall, that's going to be different for each one of those empires, but there are some themes, there are some patterns, there are some aspects that repeat themselves that we could pull out. And then we could apply that to the maybe the modern American empire. And that would be a good idea. I thought about that, but that's so research intensive, I was not ready to take that on yet. So what I am doing for season two is looking at the best overall historical parallel to modern times and modern movements. And the best one, in my opinion, is the printing press and the Reformation. So when you look at this, the printing press is a lot like the internet that we have today, where you have all of this information that comes out and direct access to information, and people are learning a lot more and have the ability to learn a lot more. But that also comes with a caveat of a lot of gossip and clickbait articles and propaganda. All this stuff happened with the printing press as well. And with the Reformation, you had this anti-establishment movement that was going against the historic church. And my comparison to the historic church is the modern state. They fill a very similar role in society. And we see that as people were gaining direct access to information through the printing press, they were also starting to believe that they should have direct access to God instead of having to go through this system, through the church. And that's similar to some of the anti-establishment movements that are going on today, where people are seeing the state as being something that is corrupt and um, oftentimes a middleman that is not necessarily necessary. And people want more say-so, more direct say in how society is governed, how resources are used, these types of things. And so we see some really big parallels between that time period with the printing press and the Reformation and today's world and today's political climate. So I'll look at different things, such as the parallel between the lords and the nobles of the Middle Ages and coming into the Reformation compared to corporations of today. Also, the merchant bankers that rose up, this new class, this almost nobility that rose up at that time period, such as the Medici, and compare those to big tech and Wall Street bankers today. There are a lot of similarities there with their use of information and networks and data. Then we'll look at things like how religion back in that time period and theology was used pretty much the same way as politics and political views are used now. They played a very similar role. You had this divide, this Catholic-Protestant divide, that they still wanted an institutional church, but they had very different views on what that would look like, very similar to the left-right divide that we have in our modern political climate, where you have the left and the right that still believe we should have a state-running society, but they have very different views on what that should look like. Other topics that I'll cover will be things like feudalism and philosophy, theology, new monarchies, absolute monarchies, the creation of the nation state, the role of war and treaties, all of these types of things from that historical period. And then in the modern times, we'll compare those types of things to aspects in today's modern economy, to the populism and nationalism movements, to public-private partnerships, the role of regulation, 
the education system, all of these things. We're going to do a lot of comparisons, and that is what season two will be. What I'll do is after the introductory series, I'm going to do core episodes that will be very focused. I will pick one analogy at a time. At least that's my plan so far. So as long as that doesn't change, that's what'll happen. And I will dig into that analogy fairly thoroughly and look at a lot of different aspects related to that, but I'm going to try not to have to do a lot of background information and context information. I would like to give you the context that's pertinent and that you absolutely need, but hopefully you will be coming into this with an understanding of what that time period was like, how these different things were connected and how they worked, how they were evolving, all of this kind of thing. I'm going to set the stage for you in the introductory series for all of that and then and maybe, hopefully, you have some other background information or you do some more research yourself, and I can just focus on the core episodes on being more specific to one analogy at a time. I am going to try to have these episodes be a little shorter than season one was. In season one, probably the average was around an hour long, but there were plenty that went an hour and a half. There were some that went two hours, and I know that's not very realistic for a lot of listeners. A lot of people listen on their commute in the car, or they just have small blocks of time, and they don't want to dedicate an hour, an hour and a half, two hours to one episode of one show. So what I'm going to try to do is shoot for closer to 30 to 45 minutes per episode. That should give enough time where I can dig into the topic, get a lot of information and content out there without it being quite as much of a time suck for you that you have to dedicate this large chunk of time to. So that's my goal. We'll see how that goes. I don't know if that'll work out or not. I have not recorded any of those episodes yet, so we will see. But those are my goals, and you can see how I did as you listen in throughout season two. Now, to begin with, I've been referencing this introductory series, and that is what will start the season. What I'm doing is bringing on some other experts, so to say, some hosts of other podcasts that relate to history and theology, philosophy, modern societal problems, government issues, all this kind of stuff. And I'm going to bring them on and do a few introductory episodes with those hosts where we discuss a lot of the context, a lot of the history, a lot of these parallels. We do a broad take on all of these things. And so after you've gone through this introductory series, you'll have a good feel for what's going on, what the parallels are that I'm drawing, what we are going to be looking at overall, and why it matters to us in modern times. What benefits can we draw out of this? You should get a good feel for that through this introductory series. Now, I'm going to go ahead and introduce some of those people that I will be interviewing and having on the show. But before I do so, I do want to give a warning here. So there is definitely an aspect of political views that come into play anytime you discuss this stuff. If you've listened to season one, you know that I have put down democracy. I have discussed some positive aspects of communism and anarchy, and a lot of views that are not necessarily mainstream. That's kind of my goal. I figure you've probably had plenty of exposure to mainstream views of all kinds related to politics, but you probably have not really dug into some of these alternative views. And I try to present these alternative viewpoints as much as possible and focus on those more than the mainstream viewpoint. So again, if you've listened to season one, you already know that and you should be fully aware that that's going to come into play in season two as well. But for the rest of you, and to just give you a reminder, 
there are definitely politics involved with all of this. So even though this is not necessarily a show on politics, politics are involved. And there will be things that you disagree with. Hopefully, we are all open-minded enough and mature enough to listen to political views that are different than our own. That is a very beneficial thing to do. If you're far left, you should be listening to at least one or two far-right things just to make sure that you have a balanced opinion. If nothing else, just so you know what the other side is saying, there might be some critiques of your views that might be beneficial to know about. And the same is true of those that are right should listen to left. Those that are anarchists should listen to statists. It's hard to have a well-formed opinion and well-formed views without looking at the other side of the arguments and really hearing them out. So hopefully that's something that you already do, or at least that you're open to doing. And I give this warning because some of the people I am bringing on have very different views. For example, I have already recorded the episode with Peter Quinones. He will be, I think, the first one that will play. And he is the host of the Free Man Beyond the Wall podcast, and he works with the Libertarian Institute. And if you are in the libertarian world, you have probably heard of him. He also has gone by Mance Rader and Pete Raymond. But the point is that he is a libertarian, or he might even say that he's an anarchist. I'm not quite sure. But those are his leanings politically, and that comes through very clearly in the episode that I do with him. We talk about it, and he is very anti-government, and he feels that the very structure of government is immoral and corrupt and shouldn't exist at all. And he has very different views of what he thinks should be the organization that society lives under. And so... Obviously, if you are definitely more left-leaning or if you are a conservative Republican, you probably disagree wholeheartedly with these types of views. But I do also have other people coming onto the show. So please don't get turned off by that if that's something that offends you or that you just can't handle. Because there are people that are coming on that are very much on the left side of the political spectrum. And there are a few that are on the right side as well, more the conservative right. And so there should be a diverse range of perspectives and viewpoints. And that's kind of my goal. I want to look at all of it. I, I don't believe in the false dichotomy of left, right, Democrat, Republican, or if you're in another country, the parties go by different names, but you get what I'm saying. I don't believe that that is very accurate or truthful. There's a lot more going on than just what the Democrats are saying and Republicans are saying. What about the communists? What about the anarchists? What about the libertarians? There is a very wide range when you look at the whole spectrum of political philosophy. And so I try to set up some true diversity in these views. And again, that's why I am bringing on people with very different views. So number one, just be aware of that. Hopefully you are open enough to listen to that and not be offended and get a lot out of these different perspectives. But also just to give you a heads up that the people I'm bringing onto the show, I don't necessarily agree with all of their political views. I think every single one of them have some views that I disagree with. At the same time, they do not agree with my political views. So that should be fairly obvious. But just because they're coming on my podcast doesn't mean that they fully endorse everything that I say and cover on my podcast. So just be aware of that. There's your heads up, your warning. And 
hopefully that doesn't turn you off. Hopefully that actually draws you in and gets you a little more invested into exploring these different ideas from all these different perspectives and different people with different specialties. So I've already mentioned Pete, who I've interviewed already, as one of the guests. We also have another set of guests. This will likely be two guests, Jason and Pablo of the Panoptic podcast. That is a fairly new podcast that I actually fairly recently discovered. But it definitely relates very well to talking about the modern aspects of these parallels that I'll be discussing in season two. So we'll get into things like big tech and AI, the role of corporations, big data, all these kinds of things and what they mean for us in society with some look back at the parallels historically as well. Then another guest that will be coming on, I have two others actually that are more in the history category. So the first would be Benjamin Jacobs. He is the host of the Wittenberg to Westphalia podcast, and he does a very detailed look in his show at the history of the Middle Ages coming in through the Reformation and the wars of the Reformation. He has not gotten there yet as of this recording. The Middle Ages has taken quite a long time. It is definitely a lot of content if you go back and listen to that, but he is very thorough and does a very good job at presenting all that information, gives you a good idea of what the politics were like, what the economic aspects were like, what life was like for the average everyday commoner, and you get all of these views. So it's a very good reference for getting the history of this time period that I will be referencing in season two, but not really digging into quite as much. But he'll be coming on the show and introducing some of the historical context. And then the other history guy will be Stephen Guerra of the History of the Papacy podcast. His is also a very good historical show. He'll do typically a series on a certain pope or a certain event or a certain concept or topic and do a few episodes episodes on those and really dig into this time period of when the papacy was ruling things. That is the overall thing. There was a good series that I listened to recently on views of the end times, and he gets into not only like the book of Daniel and Revelation that are in the Old and New Testament, but also some of the apocryphal books and some of the other views and writings that were around at the time. So you get a very good broad look at this one very interesting topic. And so he'll cover everything from history to corruption to theology, all different kinds of things, and it's very interesting. So he'll be coming on and we'll be talking about largely the structure of the church and things related to how the church operated and interacted with the state and with society and talk about that kind of stuff. So that'll be very interesting as well. Then I will be bringing on two other people that are more on the theological side, and one will be Patrick Neve of the Crunch Catholic Podcast, and he, as you probably have guessed, will be presenting the Catholic view on things. What was Catholic theology at the time? What did they believe? What was going on in the church? What was their response to the Reformation? How did they view that? And how did all of that unfold from a more Catholic perspective? Then I am also bringing on Nathan Gilmore. He is one of the hosts of the Christian Humanist Podcast. He is a professor at Emmanuel College and focuses on English and the humanities and philosophy and theology, largely. And so he will be coming on to discuss those types of things. We'll get into a little bit about classical literature and the role that it played. We'll talk about 
philosophy and the different views, philosophical views that were going on with these philosophers that were coming up. And a lot of those views were evolving through the Middle Ages, but especially coming into the Renaissance and going into the Reformation. So we'll discuss that. We'll talk about theology and how people viewed the relationship between the individual and God and the church, what role the church played and scriptures played, that kind of stuff. So what were they thinking? And like all the others, we will do some parallels between all of that stuff that's more historical with things that are going on today, what's going on in today's modern education system at the university level and different views on philosophy and views of the state and that kind of stuff. And how does that relate to these historical aspects as well? So that will be all of them. That is quite a bit. Some of them might be a one-episode deal. Some of them I might split up into two episodes or even three episodes. It really depends on how long the recordings are. Like I said, I have interviewed Pete already of the Free Man Beyond the Wall podcast and... I believe I am splitting that up into two episodes because just the interview itself was about an hour and 45 minutes long. So once you do an intro and an outro, I've got a few comments to make at the end. That's going to be a pretty long one. So I'll probably split that in half. That way you can get two episodes that are about an hour long or a little less, and that's a lot more digestible probably. So I'll probably do that, and I'll probably end up doing that with some of these other people as well. There's just so much to cover. There's a lot involved here, so we'll see how it goes. Like I said, I haven't recorded them yet, so I really don't know. So it's a mystery for me as well as you, but we will both find out in the near future. I believe that is everything I have. I did want to do something a little bit special for anybody who has listened to season one in its entirety. If you have done that, then send me an email and let me know. My email is in the show notes, but it is ourfoundations at protonmail.com. And if you let me know that you have listened to all of season one, I am going to let you ask a question or pick a topic or do something that I will do an episode on or cover in a special episode. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to structure that or organize it. It depends on how many of you do respond and email me and what the types of questions are. But if you would like to do so, and you have listened to all of season one, and I will just take your word on it, then you can do that. Send me an email, let me know, and I will let you pitch something to me that I will cover and put out there. This is also a perk that I have for anybody that wants to be a subscriber and be a patron and help financially support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash our foundations. And through there, you can support the podcast, give a small monthly donation. And in exchange, you get a few extra perks, including being able to ask me anything pretty much. And I will cover that and release that to you plus any exclusive content. So if that's something you might be interested in, there's also a perk level that gives you some free merchandise. You can pick between a t-shirt, a mug, you know, whatever you want, and I will get that to you as well. So that's an option if you're interested. There is also the website, and that would be ourfoundations.podbean.com. Again, this is all in the show notes, so you can just click the link. You don't have to remember that. But when you go to that website, you can listen to the episodes straight from there and just stream them straight off the website. 
You can also look at some other pages that I have there, a little bit about myself on one. I've got one on resources. So that covers some of the other podcasts that I listen to and that I've used for my research, as well as many of the books that I've read or listened to the audio versions of. And so if you're interested in some extra resources or where I get my information, you can check that out. And there are a few other things there as well. The other platform I'm engaged with is Twitter, and the Twitter handle for this podcast is at FoundationsPC, so you can check that out if you're interested. A lot of what I post is just kind of funny memes that are about things that I cover on the podcast, largely government corruption and that type of stuff. So it's kind of interesting and funny, depending on your viewpoints, or it might be offensive, you never know. But if you're interested, check it out. Those are all the resources that I have and all the places that I exist. And with that, I will conclude this episode. So thank you very much for your support of all kinds. Thank you for the ratings and reviews. And please do that if you have not done so already. Thank you for those that are patrons that support me. You are definitely a great help to me. So thank you very much. And just thank you for listening and sharing this podcast with others. I really appreciate it. And I am greatly looking forward to giving you season two of our foundations. I hope you enjoy it as much as I have enjoyed digging into it myself. With that, I'm out. Peace. This has been another episode of Our Foundations Podcast. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye.